The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. Mondays mean it's a new opportunity to get better every day this week. It's a new opportunity for you to decide, you know what? I want to change my life for the better, and I want to be a winner. I want to spread the word via social media about the at Ross Tucker pod gospel, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, or just quote tweet my boy at Ross Tucker NFL when he posts something about the show and say, this is the best show This is the best, dude. If you're not part of the family, you are missing out. Go for it. Spread the word winner or sponsor confirmation email winner. Still got a couple more Maddens to give out. I still have a newsletter going out either this week or next. So make sure you sign up for that. Any link we ever post on Twitter or Facebook typically has that newsletter sign up. And I think you guys will enjoy the story I've got for you in the next one. And I still got a couple more Maddens to give away. I actually have to check how many Maddens I actually have. To, I think I have two or three left. You got the YouTube shout-out. People love the YouTube shout-outs. They love being able to have a video where I'm just giving a shout-out to you. Just like this, like it's on the show. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just make sure you make a comment after you subscribe so that I know it's you. I know you're new. And we can roll patron shout-outs. Patreon.com slash RT Media. We keep racking them up. The family is growing. I think a lot of people want the even money bets. By the way, domination yesterday. Absolute domination. Broncos, Colts, Titans, Dolphins, Patriots. This is the way we roll. That used to be a song, by the way. This is the way we roll, we roll. This is the way we roll. Yeah. This is the way we roll, we roll. This is the way we roll. Matt Stelly, Mike Gordy, kudos for becoming the latest patrons. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, week seven in the NFL. Your thoughts? Uh, I got a bunch of thoughts, Bry. I will start with a couple of just random th- notes, I guess, that, that jumped out to me early. Number one, 
you had the non-quarterback touchdown passes. The first two touchdown passes of the day were by positions other than quarterbacks. Kendrick Bourne uh, threw one to Nelson Aguilar for the Patriots against the Jets. Derrick Henry looked uh, Derrick Henry looked Tebow-ish with his touchdown throw to I don't even remember John not John Smith I don't even remember who he threw it to to be honest with you McCole Pruitt maybe and then blocked kicks so we had like the the first hour of the one o'clock games was all about non quarterbacks throwing touchdowns and block kicks there were a couple of block kicks in that game between the Packers and Washington. So that was one thing that jumped out to me. Um, another one, and these are related, Bry, would be the fact that I think it's becoming clearer and clearer, perhaps, that Tua Tungle-Vailoa, Sam Darnold, not the guy. Not going to be the guy for those teams. Clear, I mean, Sam Darnold got benched. So pretty clearly, Sam Darnold is not going to end up being the guy. As for Tua Tungo-Vailoa, I, I just don't know if he's going to get the chance. You know, I almost hope that the trade for Deshaun Watson that's being rumored that I'm going to actually write about this week. I'm doing a column every couple of weeks for DK Nation through DraftKings. So make sure you check DK Nation or check my social media at Ross Tucker NFL for when I post that. But I almost hope the Deshaun Watson trade doesn't happen so that Tua Tungo-Vailoa gets the rest of this year to show what he can do. I'm not sure he's going to be afforded that opportunity. He's done a lot of good things the last two weeks. The problem is he's thrown three terrible interceptions. The one at Jacksonville was really bad. The two yesterday in the red zone cost him the Falcons game. And I think I think between the injury history, the injury this year, the critical errors, I just I'm, this is what I'm gonna write about. I just don't think that the Dolphins owner is that patient. I just don't think he wants to wait around and see whether or not Tua can be the guy. I think he if he can get a guy like Deshaun Watson, a proven top five guy, he's going to take that bet as opposed to hoping Tua Tungvaloa continues to get better. Tua Tungvaloa, by the way, I think I could see other teams that would want him as their starter. I just don't think that the Dolphins owner is going to be that patient. I think – how about this in, from as, as for a theme from yesterday? There was only one one-score game. There was only one – one score game the whole day. That Falcons Dolphins game was the only close game. Highly, highly unusual for the NFL. I mean, that just almost never ever happens. So pretty crazy. Um, two more themes. I got lots of themes today, Brian. Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, they are both on record paces. Cup for any receiver. Chase for a rookie receiver, absolutely awesome what those guys have done to start this year. And then the Chiefs, man. I mean, the Chiefs lost 27-3. to They've got to be one of the themes. It's got to be one of the takeaways to talk about whether or not the Chiefs are, are, are going to end up 
being able to be in the mix? Why not the Chiefs make the playoffs? I mean, if they were in the NFC, they'd have some major issues. AFC and with seven teams, I think that they have a decent chance to still make the playoffs. They just got to get this thing turned around sooner rather than later because they're running out of time. And, uh, man, my my glasses aren't real good, but I'm seeing a team that doesn't look nearly as good as they did the last few years. Speaking of my glasses not being real good, visibility, Bry, is your first line of defense when it comes to staying safer on the road. Seeing better means spotting the unexpected even faster. If you're looking for better visibility, you got to go over to AutoZone. They've got the parts and products you need to drive safer and see more behind the wheel. Not only that, but from November 1st to November 7th, next week, there will be exclusive deals during AutoZone Visibility Week. Wipers squeaking or streaking. Uh, go ahead, replace them. $10 bonus reward when you buy two Rain-X Quantum wiper blades. Why not buy them next week? The AutoZone Rewards Program, you get a $5 bonus reward just for joining. You want your uh, some new headlights? $25 bonus reward when you buy a Sylvania LED Fog Twin Pack. Ready to see more and drive safer? Visit your nearest AutoZone. Or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Tux Takes. All right, let's start with Daniel Jones. He carries the Giants to a 25-3 victory at home against Carolina. Yeah, he did. How about Daniel Jones looking like the best receiver, running back, and obviously quarterback for the Giants? They had nobody, dude. No Kenny Galladay. No Evan Ingram, no Saquon Barkley. Even Sterling Shepard before the game tried to work out, couldn't play. They won 25-3 to anyway. That is an impressive win. You know, I haven't been the biggest Joe Judge guy, but that's, that is an impressive win when you're missing that many guys and you still come out and beat down your opponent like that. Uh, the the D-line for the Giants got after it. Leonard Williams... Aziz Ojolari picking up where he left off at Georgia last year. I think he had like two, two and a half sacks yesterday. And Sam Darnold, yikes. And by the way, that's after the Giants got stuffed at the goal line by Carolina. On four downs, they got stuffed. They still won 25 to three. Darnold had a horrible intentional grounding in the end zone. Another terrible pick. Eventually gets benched for P.J. Walker. Which is part of the reason why I will be writing about Deshaun Watson's trade value this week. Tux takes. Patriots won their 12th straight over the Jets and their first at home this season, 54-13 the final. So I mentioned the touchdown pass by Bourne already. Zach Wilson got hurt. Looks like it might be his PCL. Looks like he might be out. For a few weeks, that's not good, especially when your backup's name is Mike White. Mike White. I would love to know the percentage of our listeners, and we've got a lot of them, that have, number one, ever heard of Mike White, 
Number two could tell you what college he went to. Would love to know. Like there are people listening that have never heard of Mike White. I am convinced. Belichick throwing bombs with Brian Hoyer up late, uh, up 30 plus points late is really something. I mean, he really hates the Jets. He hates that organization and likes to try to embarrass them anytime he can. You know, the irony of it is Belichick would be so annoyed if somebody did that to him. Like, he would never talk to that person again, but I guess he just doesn't care. A lot of Damien Harris run game, a lot of screens for the Pats. Tucks takes. Titans scored on their first five possessions and dominated the Chiefs 27-3. Yeah, I mean, it was 27 nothing at halftime. Scoring on your first five possessions is ridiculous. I guess kudos to the Chiefs' defense in the second half, not giving up any points. I don't know. I mentioned the Derrick Henry touchdown pass. They also didn't give up 100 yards to Derrick Henry. Kudos to the Chiefs, but... A.J. Brown had the end zone uh, touchdown. Patrick Mahomes had a bunch of turnovers. As that Titans D-line got after him, man, I mean, they got after him. Landry, uh, Bud Dupree, and Mahomes took a vicious knee to the helmet from Jeffrey Simmons, the D-tackle. The Chiefs said he was okay, and that he passed the concussion protocol. They just decided not to put him back in the game. I, I'm a little confused. He he got up all wobbly after the game. I, I don't know how he passed the concussion protocol so quickly. Maybe he was wobbly because he hurt his knee too. I, I don't know what happened there, but it certainly looked like Patrick Mahomes had a concussion to me. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert, so... That's just my uh, my observation. Tucks takes. Packers won their sixth in a row, 24-10 over the Washington football team. You know, the Washington football team had a chance to win this game. They moved the ball pretty well against that Packers defense, but they had the block kick. You know, Taylor Heineke, he just makes critical errors, man. I mean, he, he he's fun to watch. He's entertaining. He can run around. He can make some good throws. But, you know, the the double whammy on the goal line of third down sliding short of the line to gain, brutal. Then on fourth down, he gets the ball, like, tipped out as he's trying to reach it across the goal. I mean, that was the game right there. The game was over when Washington did not score on those plays. Terry McLaurin had an awesome touchdown catch. Seems like he does something awesome every week. I don't know how Devontae Adams is always so open in the red zone for the Packers. That's beyond me. Rashawn Gary, I thought, played well for the Packers, which they need with Nozadarius Smith. Speaking of that, I thought it might have been the best game of the year for the Washington D-line. Give some credit to John Allen, Montez Sweat, and the boys. Chase Young still having a, uh, a disappointing second year. Tucks takes. Kyle Pitts, 163 receiving yards in the Falcons, 30-28 to 28 win over the Dolphins in Miami. Yeah, he's a freak. I mean, he, he is a certified freak. He's a super freak. 
super freak. He's super freaky. Wow. Like, he's a tight end in name only. They're they're splitting him out now, wide receiver, and he is just tearing apart corners that try to cover him. Ridiculous catches on the sideline. He is a special, special player. They obviously don't win that game without him. You know, for the Dolphins, Tua, and this is part of my story too, he played really well, except two rough interceptions in the red zone that you just can't have. It's the difference between winning and losing. He threw for a bunch of yards, threw for four touchdowns, completed a lot of passes, two critical errors, can't have it. Tucks takes. Big day for Burrow and Chase. Bengals over the Ravens, 41-17. Well, it sure was. Um, and before I get to that, because I was so good this week with my even money bets, I'll, I'll give you guys a little secret. PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth game predictions giving you the who, the how, and the why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As for this game, I tweeted this earlier this morning, Bri, at Ross Tucker NFL. Recording this, by the way, at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time because Bri is waking up early in Vegas. It's 5.30 Vegas time. CJ, I thought the Bengals, this might have been the most impressive win any team's had all season. On the road at Baltimore, at 5-1 and one Baltimore, and you beat them down 41-17? to 17? CJ Uzoma is a total stud. He had two long touchdowns. Jamar Chase is unreal. Eight catches, over 200 yards. I mean, this was a statement game by the Cincinnati Bengals. The, the Ravens couldn't run it very well. The Bengals' D is so much better than I thought. Joby, Trey Hendrickson, Hubbard, Logan Wilson at linebacker. I knew about Jesse Bates at safety. The Bengals even ran it pretty well with Joe Mixon and P. Ryan, especially late. I mean, the Bengals right now, if the season ended today, it doesn't. If it ended today, the Bengals would be the number one seed in the AFC. Get that through your head right now. Crazy. Bananas. Tucks takes. The Stafford Goff showdown went well as expected. Rams over the Lions, 28 19. Lions still winless. That's not good. What is good, though, is Dan Campbell. Think about this they lost by nine points. Dan Campbell recovered an onside kick and converted two fake punts. That is like stealing. Three possessions, and the Lions still lost by nine. Your head coach stole you three possessions, and you still lost. You know why? Because Matthew Stafford was lights out on third down. The Rams only had to punt once. I thought Jared Goff played fine. 
But the end zone interception of Jalen Ramsey, you know, some of these quarterbacks, they're fine. They're fine. But rather than making the clutch play to win the game, they have a tendency to make the critical error to lose the game. Jared Goff appears to be one of those guys. Sam Darnold, Tuatunga Vailoa, it seems like they're those guys. Jalen Ramsey, I know Aaron Donald was in his face. Can't do it. Nope, not going to do it. Jalen Ramsey gets a pick. I will say, look, Cooper Cup's a stud. I mentioned that earlier. I will say DeAndre Swift gives the Lions something to build around. I mean, he is – he should be the foundational piece, as Greg Cosell would say on Thursday mornings, the foundational piece of the Lions offense. Tux takes. Derek Carr had a career-best 91.1 completion percentage. That was 30 out of 34 and a touchdown. Raiders 33, Eagles 22. All right, so a couple of things here, Brian. First of all, this is the game you're at, right? Yes. Okay. I have some spies, some Eagles beat writer spies that alerted to me even just the dessert looked phenomenal. What was it? Well, all right. Hang on a second. Let me pull up because I took a picture of the dessert menu. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> so the dessert menu was Philly cheesecake bars, a shoe fly, shoe fly pie, root beer float push pops, butterscotch budino cups, Eagles and Raiders cookies, and chocolate pizza. What was the best? I, you know, I, I I thought the root beer float push pop was going to be good. It it mildly disappointed, but it was it was still good. The Philly cheesecake bars were great, as were the butterscotch budino cups. Don't really know what, what it what is, was. What does that mean? What does a budino cup mean? It was it was a little cup. It had a little uh, candy on top of it, and then it was uh, a mixture of butterscotch and some sort of cream filling underneath it. Um, it that. That did not disappoint. Okay. What about the real um, meal? All right. So as for the real meal, the pregame stuff was more eggs. There was uh, uh, an egg tray um, you know, with onions and stuff in it. And then uh, for the vegan folks, you had a substitute tofu. Mm, it's all right. Uh, the key there was the maple syrup French toast. That's where you okay. got to go. That's that was legit. Solid. It's that hard to solid. screw that up. Yeah, and then at halftime, they had Philly cheesesteaks, Caesar salad, roasted vegetables, and obviously tons of desserts and candy. So, I mean, they made a huge effort and uh, definitely solid at with an A. You know, that's a legit halftime. Usually the teams will have pretty solid pregames, but then halftime is just like a hot dog or blah. That's a yeah, legit Yeah, and they still halftime. have that as well if you wanted it. Right, but that – I mean, you only have like 10 minutes at halftime. right. I'm surprised. So let me say a couple things here. First of all, because this stuff's important, you don't put onions in, in eggs. I mean, you don't put onions in eggs, period. But you certainly don't do it in a group setting like that. Like, if you individually, when you make your scrambled eggs, you want to put onions in them, okay, go for it. But not most people don't like onions in their eggs. So why would you do that? Or at least most rational people. That's number one. Number two, uh, that all sounds delicious. 
I was at Army. The Wake Forest Army game was awesome. Hopefully, a lot of you guys got to watch it. 70 to 56. And Army always has the same thing in the press box. They have Boar's Head um, subs. And I always get the Italian, and it's delicious. But the star of the show on my social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, always that you should check out, the Lichtenberg tailgate at Army. My buddy Dave hooks me up. They have filet sandwiches that he gives me right off the grill. They have the best brats ever. They're like mini brats, so I have three of them. You got to check my social media. I ate an obscene amount before that game. I mean, I can't even imagine how many calories it was. It was so good. And oh, by the way, the condiment table, only Golden's spicy brown mustard because the U.S. Army, they know how to feed the troops, okay? Then I drive home, Bri. I'm meeting my family at an outside Halloween party. I change into my Superman costume at the uh, at a New Jersey truck stop in the ga- in the uh, New Jersey truck stop in the bathroom. Then I get there. My wife won first and second place for best desserts. Everybody made desserts. She made because she's like, "What candy bar should I make?" I'm like, "Take five, obviously." Why are we even having this discussion? She made take five pie and take five salad. So good. The take five salad was like Granny Smith apples, take five bites, and whipped cream, and it was so good. And then the and then the pie was take five with like peanut butter filling. I mean, it it was just. I mean. It was domination by my wife, just like it was domination by the Raiders. Darren Waller didn't even play, and they still totally uh, demolished the Eagles. I I was really impressed. Derek Carr was on fire. The Eagles could not get him out of any sort of rhythm at all. I mean, 31 of 34, 91%. That's hard to do if there's no defense let alone a defense out there, thoroughly impressed. The Eagles couldn't really do much offensively till the end. In fairness, Gainwell fumbled. They went with the onside kick to start of the second half. So, like, it went from 7-7 to 24-7, like at the snap of the fingers. The real key was the Eagles' inability to do anything to stop Derek Carr. I mean, that, that's really what it came down to for that game. I almost forgot. Pretty clearly, Derek Carr was the AutoZone, in-the-zone player of the week. I just spent three minutes praising Derek Carr and almost forgot to mention the most important part. Derek Carr was the the in-the-zone player of the day presented by AutoZone. In fact, our buddy at AutoZone, he's a Raiders fan. So he's probably thrilled that Derek Carr wins the award. I mean... He almost completed every pass the entire game. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like it. At one point, I think he completed 16 in a row. And even the one interception was a tipped ball. He almost threw a perfect game, did Derek Carr. 31 of 34, 91% completion rate. It's amazing to me that the Eagles were not able to disrupt him even a little bit Kudos to Derek Carr, especially without Darren Waller to play that way. 
extremely impressed. Derek Carr, you are the In the Zone Player of the Week presented by AutoZone. Tux Takes. All right, Cardinals improved to 7-0. They beat the Texans 31-5. First time ever an NFL game ends in that score, which means it's a scoregami. Why do people uh, people get so excited about scoregami? Like, scoregami! Yeah, the scoregami. It's never happened before. Uh, Kingsbury was back. I mean, how about Zach Ertz having like his longest touchdown ever in his first game with the Cardinals? That's pretty crazy. The Texans actually had a 5-0 lead as the Cardinals were out of sorts early. But then the Cardinals took over. They run the ball very well. They really do. Texans had penalties, mistakes, blah, blah, blah. The Texans Texaned. Tux takes. Next game. Bucks 38, Bears 3. Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown pass and gave his hat to a little boy that had a sign that said, Tom Brady helped me beat brain cancer, which is unbelievable. So kudos to Tom Brady for that. The Bucks D forced five turnovers, I think. I think four uh, Fields had four of them. Fields threw two interceptions. He fumbled twice. Uh, Mike Evans had three touchdowns. The lone bright spot for the Bears was Khalil Herbert. Frankly, I was uh, I, I thought the Bears would keep it closer than this. I, I was stunned by how bad the Bears played. Tux takes. Carson Wentz and the Colts beat the 49ers in the rain, 38, 30 to 18. Yeah, this is not good for the Niners. Things are getting ugly there. I mean, it started with a statement drive by Eli Mitchell. They ran the ball right down the Colts' throat on the first drive to start the game. Then Jonathan Taylor fumbled on the Colts' first play to give the Niners the lead, the, the ball. They could only get a field goal, though, and it was 9 nothing. Carson Wentz had a critical goal line turnover. Other than that, I thought he played pretty well. I mean, that, that, well, I'll take that back. Carson Wentz puts the ball in harm's way a lot, but the Niners weren't able to make him pay enough. He had a gutsy touchdown run. He had another third down run where it was like third and 16 that he, and he got it. Otherwise, played pretty well. It felt like Debo Samuel is the only real receiving threat for the Niners without George Kittle. Ayuk is not really there. And Xavier Rhodes, he had that key interception to seal it as the Colts defense was much better in the second half. Felt like a swing game for the Colts and the Niners. Feel like the Niners are kind of out of it. I mean, they're in a bad way, whereas the Colts, they're staying in the mix. I think the Colts, that's why I took them with the points on the Even Money podcast. The Colts are playing much, much better. Shout-outs, by the way, in order for Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com. They are all, I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. Speaking of that, I do think we're done here. 
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 